Welcome to another episode of Live at the Family Barbecue. It's your guy, your boy, AWOL, here for the 50th episode. Half a dollar, 50. We made it. Half a century, baby. Clap it up for ourselves one time. 50 episodes, man. This shit has not... Uh, it has been. It's been easy because we love to do it. We have fun. So I'd be lying if I said it wasn't easy. But uh, it has been uh, uh, difficult in the sense of, you know, this first year and some change, uh, managing two hosts that's, you know, pretty busy with life and, you know, other things in two different cities and making it work and you know, ideas that we're trying to bring to life and, you know, some of those not moving the speed we want to, uh, but still in motion. So it's all good. So uh, it's been a fun 50 episodes. We appreciate all of you who have kept listening. Those of you who are new to the show and uh, we hope it just gets better for the next 50, man. You know, just proud. It's a happy moment for me. 50, 50 episodes So you know That's all it is It's about consistency It's about putting in work And you know Being patient So whatever it is that you're doing Modeling, acting, singing Rapping Getting your schoolwork work on uh, Just go hard Be patient And it'll definitely come So we appreciate you guys listening uh, Definitely make sure you please Uh Send this out to somebody Share it uh, Like it Please, please, please Go on uh, Either Apple Podcasts Google Play Stitcher SoundCloud uh, Subscribe Like I said, share But please uh, do a review If you're on Apple Podcasts Google or Stitcher And uh, just let people know that you like it Give us those five stars You feel me? Or even if you don't, man, give us whatever you like. But uh, definitely go and rate it. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you so much. And uh, we look forward to another 50 with you. Like I said, I am an avid sports person. Love me some basketball, you know, football, baseball. Um, but, you know, I'd be lying if I didn't say, like, you know, the last couple of years i kind of been falling out of it with football a little bit just with the just with the Kaepernick thing and you know the way some of these uh coaches and franchises have responded to the players not all of them I know some good ones out there uh but you know you know naturally you know I'm a human being you feel me so naturally some of the stuff is just kind of turned me off and being very interested in watching it uh, as much as I usually am for like the last couple years, uh, but it's been weird, man. Like the less I've been watching football, you know, I've been getting back up on baseball. I was a big baseball guy, like in elementary, middle school, so I'm back on that now. Um, so that's been dope. And then um, actually, what else? What else am I thinking about? Uh, soccer. That's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, the World Cup. Because that's what's happening That's what's really good right now Is the World Cup So that's been going on And like I'm upset I haven't been watching this shit My whole life bro I don't know what it is about it Like everybody knows Like I'm a big Brazil fan My dad lived in Brazil For uh, a minute 
studied Capoeira, Brazilian martial arts, so I grew up real familiar with just Brazil and the culture, some of my favorite food to this day. Um, so I play real close attention to them. Of course, the uh, all the African teams. Uh, I think we got Senegal and Nigeria in it this year. Nigeria got eliminated. Senegal still going strong, so that's what's up. So, but man, I'm like, I could watch this shit all day. I don't know what it is or why it is at this point. I don't know. It don't got nothing to do with football. I think this one, I think I really just enjoy watching the soccer thing, man. So, you know, uh, Brazil advanced today. Senegal plays in the morning, I think 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time So you know we're going to be rooting for those Black nations to get it in So definitely uh, Make sure you pay attention man Because I think it's it's the world sport man As much as we talk about everything else You know like basketball and football Like I think There's some things that are just universal Like when you got all of these people that talk about Certain things Soccer is one of those things that come up Like the world gets behind soccer So I feel like it's one of those things You should know about almost like uh, Like chess or something like that It's just one of those things that It gets you in tune with a certain group of people Or a certain, a lot of people or certain things in life uh, And I feel like soccer is one of those things Man, because it's just so universal With the world So, uh, you know, give it a try, man If you ain't watched it, I know it could be a little slow uh, for somebody who used to watch it somewhere You just scoring a fast pace Hitting all the time But man watching these dudes The way they move up and down the field 90 minutes straight plus no timeouts The endurance The stamina that takes uh, The ability to You know just move that ball In this shit In this field Amongst these people uh, Going at such a fast pace Using nothing but your head and your legs It's crazy to me like the control these people have you know over their bodies it's just, it's just dope man so i would say check it out i know i'm fanboying right now a little bit but uh yeah definitely i've been enjoying the world cup so yeah uh make sure you tune into imani's youtube page she's been down here getting it in can't wait for her to get to la because it's gonna be so much easier oh my goodness so much easier from the video to the recording to everything but she got a lot of new content coming up um so definitely check out her youtube page imani shani i m a n i shani s h a n i imani shani on youtube uh i believe that's her name on instagram as well i am her on twitter so definitely get her follows up share some of her videos she's been heating hitting those hundreds of thousands so we we uh we definitely gonna get to that million view on the video uh this year i know i feel it for her so uh it's definitely coming through so definitely stay tuned with us so we got a couple things to get into on this 50th episode. We're going to talk a little bit about these BET Awards. We're going to talk, since it's the 50th episode, we got to talk about 50 Cent. Power start July 1st, but uh, it's 50 Cent versus Terry Crews. We got to get into that. Uh, cheating with a dude named Hubert. Uh, some of the funniest shit I didn't seen on Twitter. And then uh, we got to talk about... Uh, this this skittle fight I just seen on uh, Twitter, man. The skittle fight, man. These two gay dudes, I think, from the Indiana University, man. It was it was funny as hell. I wish I had. Uh, I wish we was doing this on video right now so we could post it on my Desus and Mero thing. But uh, yeah, 
and then Dame Dash and Lee Daniels. We got to get into that real quick. You heard me? So, uh, the BET Awards, man. Now, I love my people. I swear I do. Black is beautiful. I was raised in a household where, you know, the hot comb was on the stove. Nigga, we was doing fried chicken and putting it on the motherfucking paper towel and watching the grease sink to the, you know, up underneath it, all off the plate, through the paper plate, you know, the spots, you know, the black household where we made our own burgers. Sometimes we couldn't go to McDonald's and we throw it on, you know, lunch bread and then the grease from the burger sink through that bread as well. You know what I'm saying? From the wave caps that we talked about last week, like I grew up in a real black household. You know, dad had us doing Africa puzzles and whatnot. So... You know, I love my people. I grew up loving my people. I love it. And then a part of love is honesty. You feel me? We got to be honest with one another. And honestly, I think the BET Awards is getting worse and worse, man. This shit is bad. First off, let's start off with this. Nipsey, one of my favorite musicians right now. One of my favorites, man. I, I love his album more and more every time I, I listen to it. Before the damn show even gets started, my man Nip had to slap the shit, the dog shit, out of a BT employee. I don't even know if they spoke about it yet, but I'm sure you've seen the video. It happened a few days ago. But... Slap the dog shit out of a BET employer. What happened? Did he say he didn't listen to Victory Lap? Did he disrespect Victory Lap? Did he disrespect the homies? Did he not give him enough passes? Was he just being disrespectful about his job all the way around? You know, I know Nip to be a pretty cool-headed dude. I don't know him personally. I ain't never seen him on video slap nobody. So, you know. What happened to this? You know, I'm sure it, it may be some type of lawsuit coming from my man because I know he did He did put his hands on him first before he even slapped him, unless it was some part of the video I ain't seen. But, uh, you know, he slapped dude. So, but BET, this is just, is, it's just not a good look for us to get started off. You got to have, you know, your employees a little bit, you know, better trained to, like, defuse some of these situations. Sometimes you just got to let, you know how, you know, Celebrities can be sometimes They gotta be a little bit Your employees gotta be a little bit better trained To be able to deal with this You know what I'm saying And at the same time I don't know Maybe he might have known he was gonna get slapped Maybe he's trying to get the check I really don't know You know what I'm saying But I mean just in terms of a company Like we can't have our folks getting up in like The guest face You know And slapping papers out They guest hands And then Getting slapped and getting ready to fight That's just not a good look And honestly we know BET ain't really ran by You know black people no more We know that But if we still gonna act like it is And show up and show out for these awards Like it's gonna have to come to a point Where we gotta expect a little bit more And get a little bit more in terms of preparation In terms of how it looks when we get there The layout, like I mean all of it It just gotta be a little bit It just gotta be a little bit better I mean, you know Because I'm all for showing up and supporting But the least we can do 
is be in order with some of the shit. At least all the shit that we can control needs to be A1. You feel me? So, fast forwarding, I go, uh, you know, now it's at the awards show. Um, Jamie Foxx is hosting one of my favorite dudes. It seemed like they told Jamie he was hosting the show, like, the day before it happened. It seemed like he was legit winging it. Like, even the way he just kind of brought people on stage sometime, he was like, man... They hit me the day before and told me, you know, I was getting a check, you know, so I had to show up and get it. But, you know, you could tell from, like, the people who came on stage was kind of like, blah, Michael B. Jordan with his thing. And then, you know, granted, it could have been a spare moment, but I feel like if the show is, yeah, like, all together, bam, 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 then it ain't even really a lot of time to ad-lib one and just bring any and everybody on. And, uh... Two, I think it'll just be a little bit better and look a little bit more together. Even from Donald Glover getting up there, he looked real confused. And then the way I really seen it, and I don't know if this is a production thing or maybe just a lack of caring about the BET type thing, but the performances were super dry. Oh, my God. They were sleepwalking through it. Sleepwalking through everything low-key. Really sleepwalking through it. So, I don't know, man. We got to do something a little bit better about the BT Awards. I don't know if it's the money they're putting into it, the production team that they're bringing on to do it. But I think we need some real niggas, like some HBCU kids. We need some of them to come through. Some people who've been doing, I don't know, production somewhere, Broadway, something. Some black folks to really come in there and just jazz this thing up, man. Like, because the culture is suffering, I feel like. Even, uh, no, like I said, we know BET ain't ran by black folks. We still feel like it's a staple in the community. People still look at BET as if it's a black, it's a pillar of the black community. You know what I'm saying? Not a pillar, but, you know, it's something important. It's something important because we tune in all the time. You know what I'm saying? So clearly it still holds some type of value. So we just got to do better with it. Then we got to put some pressure on to bring some different people in there to do the production. Like the shit got to look better. A little bit more flash, a little bit more dazzle. I don't know. Maybe we need to do it in another city. Maybe we don't need to do it in L.A. every time. Maybe just to switch something up. But shit ain't cutting it right now. So, like I said, hopefully it gets better. And, um, you know, we take heed to some of this stuff that's been going on. And this was brought to my attention. Uh, I'm a big Nicki fan. And this is me backtracking a little bit. Big Nicki fan. But I don't know what was going on with the hair at the at the show. Like, And I, I'm talking to you in this voice because I'm really confused. Like, and like flabbergasted by what I seen on that stage that she was wearing. Like the wig looked crazy and then like. She had, like, one hairstyle where, like, the shit looked all the way glued down with, like, the Gorilla Glue. Like, it was real shiny, and it looked real strange, and I don't know, man. Like, Nikki looked too good to be going out like that, like, for real. And someone needs to tell her about that. I know she's a star, and people, someone, I hope someone told her about that, because we can't let that slide as a community. She means, you know, too much. 
she means too much. We can't have our queens, you know, going out there looking like that, you know. But I know Nikki, and I feel like she, you know, she'll come correct. She'll get it straight. So, you know, shout out to Nikki. I still appreciate her music. Can't wait for her album, but she can't do that shit. Like, for real, we can't, we can't have that. We can't have that. Now, if you're listening to this, I need you to bring your phones out. Follow me if you haven't. I'm AWOL. I-M-A-W-A-L. On all the social media platforms. And then follow Get Far Magazine. G-E-T-F-A-R Magazine. A lot of new stuff getting ready to come out, but we just want to make sure you're already following so you can already look out. Check for it. You heard? All right. What's next? Um, 50 Cent and Terry Crews. Now, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention. Like I said, Me Too movement. Time's Up has been going very crazy. You know, over these last, like, six months, I would say. Maybe six plus. You know, it's a lot of people out here speaking up. It's been sexually assaulted and whatnot. And, um, you know, it's a good thing. It's definitely a good thing. And uh, somebody we've talked about before is uh terry cruz because apparently you know he had got his nuts grabbed by a white man at some hollywood party which probably is not even out the ordinary because it's a lot of strange shit that goes on in hollywood but nevertheless terry cruz big 6'4 270 pound terry cruz ex-football player terry cruz probably could smash you like a grape if he felt like it terry cruz got his nuts grabbed at a party with his wife and you know he responded by leaving the party and like telling the hr department or something like that and I was very disappointed, I'm not going to lie. And, like, it was some people that had hollered at me, like, oh, no, like, just because he's a big dude, you can't really be mad, you know, uh, about what he did. And I'm like, yes, I can be mad because you got to beat somebody ass that does that so they know that it's never all right for them to do that shit again. Like, that can't just end with an email between him and other Hollywood execs saying he grabbed my balls. That's not cool. You're a man, bro. You got the right to defend yourself. Like, I'm not saying you got to kill him, but like, can you Nipsey slap him? There's plenty of witnesses there. Your wife was there. Everybody's seen him grab your dick. Like, so he deserved to be slapped, punched, something. So, that was what I thought initially. Then he came, uh, I guess, I don't know where he testified at yesterday, but he testified and uh, basically said the same shit like, you know, and as a black man, you only get a few types of chances in life to follow your dreams and, you know, and do this and that. So I knew as a black man, like how it would be perceived. I don't give a damn how it'd be perceived, bro. I don't give a damn, bro. Don't let nobody grab your nuts, bro. 
That's your personal space. You're a man. Your wife is in front of you. That's disrespectful to you and your wife and your marriage. And I had some homies like, you know, uh, I think, you know, Terry Crews gay anyway. I'm like, I don't care if he gay. I don't care if he gay. That's a disrespect to his fake wife if he gay. Like, he's still, you know, supposed to be married to her. So what the fuck? You know, you can't do nothing like that. Like, you can't do that. It's not cool. So, like, you know, he got to catch a straight one. The dude who grabbed you like that just out of respect, out of respect for you, first off, respect for your wife or fake wife, and then, you know, you keep it moving. But to say, like, you ain't do this shit because, uh, you know, fear of what may happen in Hollywood with the job or how you might be perceived, like, nobody's saying you had to kill the man, bro. Like, Nipsey slapping, man. For the culture, like you got to hold the culture down at some point, man. Like I'm not, I'm not applauding the shit. Him, you know. I'm glad I would applauded the shit if he slapped the shit out of him and went on trial and told people what happened that he slapped the shit out of him and why he did it and this need to stop. But just for that, like, no, nah, I can't really applaud that. And Fifty basically said the same thing. Fifty saying he was on his thing, like, yo, how this big ass nigga like this and. You know, people been kind of on 50 head about it. You know, 50 could be OD sometimes. But on this one, I kind of feel 50. Like, you know, it's like you can't let, you don't let no man or nobody, period, disrespect your personal space. Like, your body is your personal space. So, come on, Terry. Like, we, we better than that. You better than that. And I still don't expect Congress or whatever the fuck, whoever the fuck to do anything about this anyway. So... And we knew that. So, come on, man. Speaking of people uh, grabbing nuts, man, it was these two uh, dudes on Twitter. I just seen someone send me this video clip of these two gay dudes from, like, uh, I think it was Indiana, University of Indiana. And, um, yeah, they started fighting in the car. And this really, it's really nothing for me to talk about, but. It was just the funniest shit I ever seen in my life, man. You gotta log on today and I don't know, type in gay dudes fight at Indiana in the car. But it was had to be the funniest shit. Black dude, white dude, they both had the like I don't know what they are, the women calling the acrylic nails, real long, sharp joints. So my man, the gay black dude, hopped out the back seat, came around the corner, said, you know, Alex step out the car Alex was like you know what you gonna drag me out and he was like yeah I'll drag you out so he started reaching over to get a seat but Alex was like you know don't don't touch me like that and he was like you know black dude was like bitch I'll touch you however I feel like grabbed his little seat belt tried to get him out of there Alex like you know balled up like he was about to swing on him like yo what's up fuck wrong with you Black dude said, bitch, what? Took off on him. Swung on him. They fighting. Alex unloosens his seatbelt. Hops out the car. And then it's at this moment, I see that Alex is wearing a pink polo and booty shorts. He was fighting other dude, two gay dudes with long nails, booty shorts and like polos. And it was like the funniest shit I ever seen in my life. But that ain't have nothing to do with Terry Crews, I guess. But... It was just funny as shit. So I suggest y'all look that up and watch it. Funniest shit I seen on Twitter today. 
My goodness. Other funniest thing I seen this week. Cheating on a dude, cheating on me with a dude named Hubert. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Fellas and you know, ladies as well. Like, you just gotta be more smarter and more creative with the way you break up with these niggas and these hoes, bruh, these days. Like, you don't even need to be loud about it in terms of like cussing and getting all emotional about it. Like it don't really matter. You know, you just got to keep a cool head. Cool heads prevail at all times. So I seen the most gangster shit ever. Like yesterday. Or was it the day before? Yesterday or the day before. And this dude brought his girl into the room, you know, on her birthday. She took off her blindfolds. She's expecting to see cake, ice cream, Gucci bags, Jimmy Choo shoes. Instead, she sees... All her belongings wrapped up in birthday or gift wrapping. And he says, yeah, I seen you was cheating on me with a dude named Hubert. This your shit. Get the hell out my house. Put her on tape. Instagram, Twitter. Funniest shit I ever seen. That's how you got to do it. When motherfuckers go low, we go lower. I know that's not the Michelle Obama quote, but when it comes to some shit like this, when they go low, we go lower. Pack her shit up, put her on the ground, get her the fuck out of here. On God. That's how you got to do it. Be creative about the way you break up with these niggas, man. Real shit. So, uh, shout out to him, man. And you know, anybody else who knows they're getting cheated on right now, break up with them real wavy. And send me the video so I could post it and talk about it. You heard? Ah! So, a couple more things. Uh, now, this is one. This ain't really one of the reasons I'm falling out of love with the NFL. But, um, I go back and forth with a couple of my homeboys about it. And I be like, yo, you know, football players is the craziest niggas on the planet. I don't know if it's the CTE or what, but... These niggas is like different, like extremely different. This is strange, like it's very strange the way, um, you know, some of their behavior goes and some of the things that just happen that people just kind of like, oh, whatever, you know, it's a football player. And I'm like, what? So I see some shit. Janoris Jenkins, the corner for the New York Giants. Like. Police just found like or he found like a dead body like at his house, at his crib, his New Jersey mansion. And this is how I know the NFL is fucked up. They found a dead body at the man's crib and it's not even breaking news. What the fuck is going on in the NFL? What? How can you have a dead body at your crib? As a professional sports player, and this shit does not even make breaking news. It's just like a little five-second report. Janoris Jenkins found a dead uh, homie at his house. Um, And the Yankees won today 6-1. What? It's a dead body, man. Can't let shit like that slide. But in the NFL, that's how the shit goes. That's like I'm telling you, man, from... Aaron Hernandez to motherfucking Ray Carruth to whatever the fuck is going to happen next. 
the NFL just keeps raising the bar for crazy niggas, man. I'm telling you, it's not. Uh, we not too far off from having a Dexter type NFL player. I'm telling you, all the refs that like threw crazy flags on him or un, you know, some shit that he didn't think, he gonna start stashing these motherfuckers in the freezer. NFL players gonna be the first ones to come with some serial killer shit, man. On God, on everything, I promise you. I promise you, on some Hannibal Lecter shit. <laughs> The NFL got a player that's not too far off from that right now. And if you watch the NFL or if you listen to this and you play football and you're upset, you know, you're not really upset because you know that CTE shit is real. And probably some of the niggas that you fuck with right now that play football is a little bit off. So, you know, you just got to you got to eat this one. So, um, yeah, that's the NFL for you. But Cap can't get in. We could find dead bodies, though. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Anyway, uh, Dame Dash and Lee Daniels. We finishing up on this one. This is a this is an interesting one. Interesting, funny, informative. So I think Dame Dash one. He don't get a lot of the credit he deserves. That's one. Uh. Just in terms of like his business mind and how influential he is. And I think Dame kind of like we take him for granted because we see all of the crazy, you know, the hoorah shit. My son sells cookies. Uh, what I look like calling another man my boss, yada, yada, yada. You know, people get thrown off by that shit and really don't understand the beautiful chest type moves this man has made uh, in hip hop and black culture. So he talked about this, I believe. Um, when was this? It's a few years ago when he was on the Breakfast Club. He talked about Lee Daniels owed him uh, two million because he invested uh, two million into Lee Daniels for him to uh, uh, make a movie. I'm not sure which one it was. And since then, Lee Daniels has done Precious. He's done all sorts of other movies. Uh, you know, he has Star, he has Empire. Uh, so he's done a lot since then and uh, should have made back the two million that he owes Dame. Um, but Dame has said he has not paid him, hasn't heard from him. And apparently he ran into Lee Daniels over the weekend and, you know, shit got real on some, you know, OG, respectful you know, bitch better have my money type shit. He says, you know, I loaned you that $2 million. I ain't heard from you since. You've had all these movies, all these TV shows, all these premieres. You haven't invited me to one. You haven't spoke to me about my money. And you wrong. And you know you wrong. And Lee Daniels has the guiltiest... I got my hand in the cookie jar face you will ever see in your motherfucking life because he knew he was not lying. That man was not lying. He was keeping it 100. 100. He had did damn wrong. So uh, he went on to say, like, I'm going to get you your money back. Like, we'll talk soon. We'll work it out. But that definitely brought me to a couple points. One... Um, I don't think I don't know if this is the case with him 
But I don't think a lot of these niggas are making the money that you think they're making. That's that's one. So I don't know how much he's getting from Empire and Star and everything else. But I think he should he should have enough money to give Dane back or at least have been paying him back. You feel me? So I think that's one. Two, I don't think, you know, I don't think these people love you the way they think they love you. You know, everybody that asks you, you know, for a handout or for a favor, you know, ain't necessarily friends. And you definitely got to be able to look within that matrix and that mirage and figure out what's real and what's fake with that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of good people out here who do need support. And, you know. It's going to compensate you the way you're supposed to be compensated when they get it back. And I think that is that's honorable. You know what I'm saying? You may not know when you're going to get it back, but you know this is a good person and you believe in what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? And you'll get that shit back eventually. And then the other thing is I don't think these some of these people know the business the way they should. Like, because if you got all these highest rated shows and stuff like that, and this is not me even just talking about Lee Daniels, this is me talking about movie stars, rappers. I just seen something with K Camp. He just got out of a two year deal uh, where he was stuck. He couldn't make no music, and he, you know, he was happy about that. So, shout out to him. Hopefully, he makes some new music. But it's like some of the people don't know the business the way they think they should. And that's why I think it's important you make sure you get a lawyer. Uh, you make sure people is looking stuff over before you sign it, and um, you know, and you do your due diligence because at the end of the day, you want to make sure you get everything you deserve, everything you worth. You know, at the end of the day. So uh, that's my little two cents on it. Um, and I just think, you know, you just got to do right by people. Like, you got to do right by people. You know what I'm saying? When you get it, when you can do it. You take care of it. You understand? You know, be a person of your word. Uh, And that means everything from following up. You know, life happens. Things happen. Things get thrown off. Uh, But, you know, just always be able to have an open dialogue with folks. Don't duck. Don't duck. Don't duck and dodge folks that you owe a conversation to. You know what I'm saying? I think that's important. Like, one of the things my guy, Brother Anthony, always told me. Uh, is that your name is everything like you want to be able to go anywhere and people talk good about you <laughs> not just the work you do but you as a person you know what I'm saying your word means something your personality means something um, your creativity uh, the energy you give out it all means something so you don't never want nothing bad to come up when people mention your name so remember that Take that with you everywhere you go in business and your relationships and everything. Just be a stand up guy, a stand up girl and, uh, you know, keep it moving. You feel me? So um, with that being said, we appreciate you for listening. I appreciate you. Imani appreciates you. The whole Get Far Familiar appreciates you. We hustle forever. We forever hustle and, um, you know, can't nothing stop these dreams. You feel me? And I hope can't nothing stop your dreams. And if anybody hates you for being who you are and doing what makes you who you are, what makes you happy, then fuck them. You feel me? So 
keep that energy that you got. Keep that heart. If you hold your head, if you're down about something, take it in. Lick your wounds and just get right back to it because it's going to be all right. It's definitely going to be all right. You feel me? So uh, just handle your business, man. Love life. Love your peoples. Love your family. Hug somebody. Kiss somebody. Text somebody. Tell them you love them. You know, you appreciate them. And go on because we 50 and old, baby. 50 episodes. It feels really good. It feels really good. I swear it does. I didn't know what the 50th episode would sound like. You know, um, we just been hustling, man. We've been keeping it moving. And uh, I guarantee you, uh, you're going to see us on a huge platform. Great big platform before this is all said and done. I promise you. So anyway, uh, stay tuned. Uh, watch out for us. I hope y'all have a great rest of your week. Um, I love y'all. Thank you. And the words of the great Imani, Akuna Matata niggas. Peace.